what's happening, you guys? We are so happy that you have joined us again. Welcome back. Yes, welcome. Welcome. We're back. We're back. It's been a hard month. This month, now we spoke about this before with the, with the devil and how, what was it is that if, you know, if you're new to Christianity or if you're really headed in the right direction with God, that devil's going to be working overtime. Yes. And he was, he's been working overtime with us. Yes, he has for the last month. He, we haven't been able to get together. Everything's come up. So we have felt it too. It has been nonstop. Like, you know, something happened with you. Something happened with me. Something happened with you. It was just something, one thing after the next. Yes. And after a couple of weeks, we were like, that's the devil trying to yes. just stop us from doing this. Yes, it was. We felt him. We sure did. Yeah. So we even get it. All of us do. Every one of us. Yeah. So if you feel like, you know, that's happening with you, that means you're headed in the right direction. Yes, it does. Just keep on chugging along. That's right. Yes. Now, did you want to start us off in prayer? Sure. All right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you today for the blessing of this time that we can share together with those who need this and those who want it. I thank you for the blessing of Robin and for you that you joined us together with, with you at the heart of our relationship. Bless this time together and let those who need to hear your word, let them hear what they need to hear. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Very lovely. Thank you. Yes. All right. So as usual, we're going to recap the the last chapters we read. Did you, I I don't want to take that away from you. Did you want to do that? Go right ahead. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So uh, let's think back. Abraham welcomed three men into, you know, into his home. And it turns out that two of them were angels and one of them was, was God in a human form. Uh, Oh, gold. Gold told Abraham. Yeah, gold. <laughs> uh, God told Abraham that uh, that he and Sarah were going to have a son at the same time next year. Sarah maybe chuckled a little bit. Yes. But uh, the angels went on to, to, to Sodom and Gomorrah. God stayed behind and was chatting with Abraham and you know, Abraham kind of questioned him a little bit. Like, are you going to destroy everything if there are, I think they started with 50, 50 righteous men. And then they, he kind of worked his way down. And finally God said, yeah, there's like 10 people, there's 10 righteous people in Sodom and Gomorrah. Then it's a, I won't destroy it. Right. Um, so the angels go over to, to rescue Lot and his family. And, you know, the angels saw like firsthand what was going on there and it wasn't good. It was terrible. It was terrible. And, uh, eventually, you know, they, they kind of pulled him away. He was a little resistant and, uh, he was a little resistant and, uh, and finally they got him out and the wife, Lot's wife, cause they were told, do not look back. Don't look back at, at essentially that, that old life. Yes. She looked back and she turned to salt. Pillar of salt. Yes, she did. Yeah. Lot and his daughters eventually moved into a cave. Yes. And the daughters 
did bad. Yes, they had relations with their father. Yeah, yeah. And and ended up getting pregnant, mm-hmm. and they had two sons, and those sons became uh, en- enemies of Israel. Yes, they did. They Both of them did. Uh, and then finally, Abram lied once again, the same lie, saying that, uh, you know, telling Sarah, you know, tell these people that Abimelech, that you're my sister, not my wife. Yes. And that's kind of where it left off with chapter 20. Yep. Did you want to add anything else to that? No, just it just how Lot moved into that horrible place and it just caused such wickedness. And even when they left the place, what he raised his daughters in, look, it just brought it with him. Yeah. You know, just um, we read something just Monday night, how God will have his will will be done even if it's not in your lifetime yes we did read that Uh uh-huh so um you know he he brought that sin with him in his daughters and look what happened and then now those children his daughters his grandsons Mm -hmm. became enemies of israel yeah so it just it just followed yeah Mm. yeah yeah all right so moving on to chapter 21 what do we learn in chapter 21? Uh, we learn that Sarah gives birth to Isaac, who is the son that God promised that they would have together. And Abraham was 100. Yes. When Isaac was born. Yes, he was. Now, uh, in our notes, it said, After repeated promises, a visit by two angels in the appearance of the Lord himself, Sarah finally cried out with surprise and joy at the birth of her son. Because of her doubt, worry, and fear, she had forfeited the peace she could have felt in God's wonderful promise to her. The way to bring peace to a troubled heart is to focus on God's promises. Trust him to do what he says. Isn't that the truth? It is so the truth, yes. And that's, and we, it's something we all do. You worry about something that you you don't have control of no and it's it's you learn how to do it how to let go you do you learn to let go you learn to let go and and just have a peace and a calm that god's in charge yes it takes work but once you let go of the worry one time and see it answered it it's just and sometimes we don't get the answer right away. True. But it is. It's very hard not to worry, but it's not necessary mm-hmm. because he's already walked before you and taken care of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So just try to keep that in, in mind. And uh, and especially, you now we're recording this uh, in December, so the Christmas holiday is, is upon us. Yes. Uh, and it is a time for a lot of stress and worry. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Just try if, you know, if you've never really tried it before, just try, if it's something that is out of your control, just try to remember that God is in control. He, he knows what's up. Yeah. Have some peace. Yes. And he's never going to forget about you ever. Mm-mm. Never. Not one of us. He is going to, not one of his children. He will forget about. Yeah. Okay. So did you have anything else about, uh, Isaac's birth. No. Did you want to talk about the next part? Which is? Which is when um, 
Hagar and Ishmael were sent away. Um, I can if you want. I know that they, they, she caught them making fun. Yes. Yeah, she would catch, um, when Isaac was growing up, she saw them making fun of them. Like, not pun, but like laughing and stuff. And so she asked for them to be sent away. So they they were sent away. Abraham did not want to send them away. And was, really, can you blame him? I mean, no. that's his son. No, I, he was very heartbroken about mm, it. Mm -hmm. And they were sent away. And I know at one point they, they felt like they didn't have enough water. This is, this is, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in... So, and in the, during, during that situation, now Sarah caused this entire situation. Mm -hmm. This was, this was all her doing, mm -hmm. but you know, she was so upset that they were even there at that, uh, not party, but it was like a feast. Yeah. He was getting, he, he become a, he became of age. <laughs> yeah. And he so was she, weaned. Yes. Yeah. And she became like so enraged. She didn't even call them by name. No. She was, what, hold on, I have it here. She called them slave woman and her son. Yeah. But, but like you said, now, Ishmael, who's about 16, I think they said at the time, um, you know, she was like, no, I don't want him here. I, I don't want, uh, I don't want him to have any of the inheritance. Nothing. Nothing. So, so we read in Genesis chapter 21, verses 12 and 13, but God told Abraham, do not be upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you for Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. But I will also make a nation of the descendants of Hagar's son because he is your son too. Which, you know, that's God's love. He didn't, right. he wasn't going to abandon uh, those two. And... Abraham was obedient. He was. He had that trust and the faith in what God was saying that they he, everything was going to be okay. Yes. And so, yeah, uh, Abraham kind of packed them up, sent them on their way. And it said that they, in verse 14, it said that they wandered aimlessly in the wilderness of Beersheba. Yeah. And, and go ahead. Go no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, and just that Hagar and Ishmael were were dying. They were. That's sad. That, <laughs> I just it is sad. And but now but we see this this is the second time that God has spoken to Hagar after she's left. You know, after she's right. been kind of out in, in the wilderness on her own. Right. Cuz we learned about that in uh, Genesis chapter 16, verse 13, uh, when God spoke to her and then she said, you are the God who sees me. Yeah. And I wanted to go over this one, this one chunk of, of verses because it, it's, it's nice. I, it's just really nice. It's Genesis chapter 21, verses 15 through 21. When the water was gone, she put the boy in the shade of a bush then she went and sat down by herself about a hundred yards away. I don't want to watch the boy die, she said as she burst into tears. And that that's heartbreaking. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine being with your son, your 16-year-old, and you know what's happening. You yeah. know it's not good. I don't it's Yeah. And, and his whole life, he was the son. Yes. 
Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, even though she wasn't that nice to Sarah, mm-hmm. still that his whole life was wonderful up to now. Uh-huh. You know, I just can't imagine. No. Now, if we keep reading, but God heard the boy crying and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Go to him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled her water container and gave the boy a drink, and God was with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness. He became a skillful archer, and he settled in the wilderness of Paran. His mother arranged for him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. And that's where his mother was from, right? Was it Ishmael that they said was going to be a firecracker when he grew up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It says right here in our notes, what happened to Ishmael and who are his descendants? Ishmael became the founder of a large tribe or nation. The Ishmaelites were nomads living in the wilderness of Sinai and Paran, south of Israel. One of Ishmael's daughters married Esau, Ishmael's nephew. The Bible pictures the Ishmaelites as hostile to Israel and to God. Hmm. Even though God saved saved them. Yeah. Yeah, but you know he has a plan. Yeah. So no, that, he has a plan. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Well, I'm going to move on a little yes, bit. Yes. Now, later in chapter 21, uh, Abimelech comes back into the story. Yeah, there he is there again. He- <laughs> yeah. And visits Abraham. He wanted to make a, a, a kind of a permanent treaty with Abraham. Yeah. And, you know, where Abraham would swear not to deceive him or his descendants. And, you know, Abimelech had been loyal to him and he kind of wanted the same in return. Because if we remember, Abimelech didn't banish him from the land. Right. He, uh, you know, he said, you could live here on the land. So, and I think he saw what uh you know how close he was to god right yeah and then in the notes we have it said that consider for a moment that god works through people in spite of and often through their shortcomings as you pray put into words your desire to be available to god you will discover that his willingness to use you is even greater than your desire to be used wow that's that's neat that is amazing. Yeah. Greater than our desire to be used. Mm-hmm. That That's wonderful. So even with all of our shortcomings, God is going to use us. Yeah. Mm. And you know, our shortcomings, we think we have shortcomings. That's, yeah. that's, that's what we think. Mm. But God, in his eyes, we don't have shortcomings. Mm. Um. So he's going to use us to what we, we have, you know, he doesn't see him as shortcomings and he's going to use us to the greatest that he knows. Mm -hmm. So God doesn't look at everyone and say, oh, there's, there's Robin. She, she's this and this, and this is wrong with her. No, yeah, never just to have a, you know, explain it to everyone to have them understand it's. God doesn't look at you like that. No. Chapter 22. I wanted to go a little bit slower through chapter 22. Only because it's 
it, it's so amazing. I mean, so let's go over chapter 22. So God had called to Abraham and then in uh, chapter 22, verse two, it says, take your son, your only son. Yes, Isaac, whom you love so much and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. I know. Uh, can you imagine? I know because here Abraham and, and Sarah, they've been promised this son and God has given them this son and been told that he's going to have many great descendants and, and whatnot. And now God's saying, go and sacrifice him. Yes. It's amazing. And it's not like he can say, oh, like you did, God, mm -hmm. like you did, like you sacrificed your son, Jesus. I mean, we're, this is the Old Testament. Yeah, so so Jesus isn't here yet. Right. They they don't have the knowledge of what has happened, what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he cannot say, oh, like that. But he's so faithful. Yes. He's so, but in the same sense, they know that God gave them Isaac. Yeah. So I don't, I, I know it. I mean, the, the love he has for God. I, That's what it is. I mean, because, you know, Abraham must have been like, God gave him to us. And if God is saying to sacrifice him, then that's what so needs, be it. so be it. That's what needs to be done. Yeah. I mean, we look at it from 2019 and it's like, oh my God. What? I know I could never I, oh my gosh I could never do this I could never yeah but he just gets up and he starts getting the wood ready yes he gets everything ready yes now in online it I found this on bibleref.com -E Abraham's obedience is based not in blind faith but in an experienced established trust based on what he has already seen God do. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Mm. Now, in our notes, uh, God tested Abraham not to trip him and watch him fall, but to deepen his capacity to obey God and thus to develop his capacity to obey God and thus to develop his character. Just as fire refines ore to extract precious metals... God refines us through difficult circumstances. When we are tested, we can complain or we can try to see how God is stretching us to develop our character. That's right. And once again, we all need to remember that because we're all going to have difficult times in life. But God is with us the whole time and the times will be hard to get through. But God's going to see you through it. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be stronger. You're going to be stronger inside, but also closer to God. That's perfectly said. And he gave you that trial for a reason. He gave you that trial to see that you cannot do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to depend on him to get through it. And, and the trial is a gift. If you're in the trial, just say, God, let, let me teach me what I need to be taught through this trial. What, what do I need to see? 
And and you know another one's coming. Yeah. And yeah. just have faith through it. You know, I and it's when I say these things, I'm not saying, oh, they're easy. They're not. Oh, no. They're not easy at all. Mm -mm. But he's never gonna leave you or forsake you. Mm -mm. So and there are many times where you go through trials and you're you're given the opportunity to help someone who is going through that trial, mm -hmm. which is amazing. That's a beautiful thing. You know, when you start talking to someone else and it even might be a stranger yes. who God puts in front of you and you start chatting and it's like, oh my goodness, you know, in your head, you're thinking, I've been like, I've done, let me help you. Yeah. Let, let's talk about this. Yeah. And that's such a blessing. It is. It is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so then, like you said, the next morning, Abraham and two of his servants uh, and his, and Isaac had all the chopped wood for the burnt offering. They arrived at the location and Abraham told uh, the servants to stay back and, and he and, and Isaac traveled ahead. And, you know, Isaac was curious. He's yeah. like, Where's, what, are, what are we sacrificing? Yeah. Where's the sheep for the burnt offering? And in Genesis chapter 22, verse 8, God, uh, Abraham answered. He said, God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son. Now, our, in our notes, it said, That morning Abraham began one of the greatest acts of obedience in recorded history. He traveled 50 miles to Mount Moriah near the site of Jerusalem. Over the years, he had learned many tough lessons about the importance of obeying God. This time, his obedience was prompt and complete. Obeying God is often a struggle because it may mean giving up something we truly want. We should not expect our obedience to God to be easy or to come naturally. And like, kind of like we were saying earlier, you work at it. Yeah, you do. It's very hard. Like anything else. You work at it, and mm -hmm. every day it becomes a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. um, did you want to read anything in the notes? Um, no, I just, you know, I just can't imagine that. I just can't imagine. No. And and even putting him on the altar. He put him on the altar. Yeah, I mean, he was fully committed to doing it. And you wonder what Isaac is thinking. How, how old was Isaac here? I don't. I don't know if it says. I don't know if it says either. I would say almost a man, six, oh, he, seventeen, or oh, he was that old. Well, because we already went through this, and he was sixteen, uh, wasn't he? When he was the, the, uh, the weaning party or? Or wasn't, I thought, for some reason, I don't know why I thought this boy was. Well, Ishmael was about 16. When he. When they, when they kicked him out. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. So he might have just been maybe young. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm going to read a couple other things in our notes. Yes. Why did God ask Abraham to perform human sacrifice? Pagan nations practiced human sacrifice, but God condemned this as a terrible sin. God did not want Isaac to die, but he wanted Abraham to sacrifice Isaac in his heart. 
so it could be clear that Abraham loved God more than he loved his promised, long-awaited son. God was testing Abraham. The purpose of testing is to strengthen our character and deepen our commitment to God and his perfect timing. Through this difficult experience, Abraham strengthened his commitment to obey God. He also learned about God's ability to provide. And then uh, finally, God's continual desire is for us to face our problems with his help. We experience his help most clearly in and through conflicts and difficulties, not away from them. And and that's it. Yeah. You know, if everything's cruising, everything's fine, you know, life is peachy keen. Well, you're not going to rely on God so much. And that you have to be thankful at those times to him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, it, you're right. You're It's right. You're right. Yeah. So Abraham, he arranged the altar. He tied Isaac up and laid him on top of the I wood. I know. I... I in, in Genesis chapter 22, verses 10 through 12, And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy. The angel said, do not hurt him in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me You've not withheld from me even your son, your only son. A ram appeared, uh, so Abraham sacrificed it in the place of Isaac and named the site Yahweh Yireh. The Lord will provide. That's what it means. Yes. And then, you know, they all went home. Yeah. I mean, I, I just can't imagine. And I wonder if Sarah ever knew about it. That is a great question. I just always think these things. Well, yeah, but you would, I, I don't know. I'd be upset. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because it'd be those older times, but I'd be like, praise God that he, he produced, of course, the ram, but mm. my goodness, what a day. Maybe God knew that the, well, who knows? Who knows? But it may have been much more difficult for the mother Oh, to to not well to give that up to give up the son like that and she already is going to give him up yeah she's gonna leave him at the the place spoiler alert oh oh, sorry (laughs) no no but you know what i mean she i think she's already proven to god that oh okay don't you think yeah yeah yes all right and then you know and then God comes back in verses 15 through 18 and says, Then the angel of the Lord called again to Abraham from heaven. This is what the Lord says, Because you have obeyed me and have not withheld even your son, I swear by my own name that I will certainly bless you. I will multiply your descendants beyond number like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will conquer the cities of their enemies, and through your descendants all the nations of the earth will be blessed all because you have obeyed me. So he tells him that once again. Yeah. This is like what the third or fourth time that he's told Abraham that. In the notes it said that notice the parallel between the ram offered on the altar as a substitute for Isaac and Christ offered on the cross as a substitute for us. Whereas God stopped Abraham from sacrificing his son, 
God did not spare his own son Jesus from dying on the cross. If Jesus had lived, the rest of humankind would have died. God sent his only son to die for us so that we could be spared from the eternal death we deserve and instead receive eternal life. Thank God. Yeah, amen. That's for sure. Um, I've, and then it, this chapter in particular had a lot of notes, and I think they're important because of what happened. So, you know, finally it said, Abraham received abundant blessings because he obeyed God. God promised to give Abraham's descendants the ability to conquer their enemies. In addition, God promised Abraham Abraham's children and grandchildren who would in turn bless the whole earth. People's lives would be changed as a result of knowing the faith of Abraham and his descendants. We often think of blessings as gifts that we will enjoy. But when God blesses us, he also wants us to share our blessings and overflow to others today and into eternity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So it's, it's such a pivotal spot. Yeah. In the, in the Bible. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's almost like kind of everything hinges on this story. Absolutely. And what happened. Now, was there anything else in chapter 22 you wanted to talk about? No, just that, you know, Jesus came from this line. Of course, I'm sure that we all know that. Well, that, just to just to remind yeah, them. Yeah, that Jesus came from Abraham's line. There's a song. Um, um, Father Abraham had many sons. And many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord. I've never heard that. That's what you, in, in Sunday school. But so we're all descendants of him. Oh, really. Of Abraham's life. Right. So okay. that's how important. I'm so glad you read all those notes because it's so important because Jesus came from this line. Yeah. Of, so, yeah, that's... I just can't, it, the, this story of all things so sticks with me. Yes. Like you can just see the rock. You can, I, I imagine a rock. Yeah. I don't know the altar, but I just see the wood. I see the rope. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I, I guess know. because we're mothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you can see a father going up there. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just... The faithfulness of that. But as someone who follows Christ, you could see that going. I mean, you, you're sacrificing, but then you will have eternity. Mm-hmm. But as as a human. Right. Humanly, it's impossible. Right. Humanly, you're like, there is no way. Yeah. <sighs> On top of it, we have the knowledge of Christ dying for us. They didn't even have that. Yeah. I mean, it was true. It was just faith. That's it. Faith. And to see what he had already done. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. (sighs) Okay. Deep breath. All right. So let's move on. We're going to go to chapter 23 and the burial of Sarah. The burial. Yeah. Sarah, she died when she was... 127 years old. So she she had him at 90, right? 90 or 99? No. You know what? I, I have in here, she was around 90 was when 90. Isaac okay. was born. So she was, 
he was 37. Yeah, so she had good time yeah. with him. Yeah, good times. Yeah. Uh, and Abraham asked the, los, the, los, the local Hittites if he could buy a piece of land to properly bury his wife. Yeah. And in Genesis 23, verses 5 and 6, the Hittites replied to Abraham, Listen, my lord, you are an honored prince among us. Choose the finest of our tombs and bury her there. No one here will refuse to help you in this way. Yes. That's that's nice that so many people admired and respected Abraham. Yes, I know. Uh, in, in our notes, it said, In Abraham's day, death and burial were steeped in ritual and traditions. Failing to honor a dead person demonstrated the greatest possible lack of respect. An improper burial was the equivalent of a curse. Mourning was an essential part of the death ritual. Friends and relatives would cry loudly for the whole neighborhood to hear. Because there were no funeral homes or undertakers, these were the same friends and relatives uh, that would help prepare the body for burial, which usually would take place on the same day because of the warm climate. Yeah. You know, I guess I never really thought about mm. that before, that there wasn't a, a company to do right. it for you. It's just... Whoever was in your village or your city, you you just you were kind of all took care of it. Now, seeing that my personality and stuff, I would could be that person. You that oh, could help. You would be so good. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying pat on the back. But no, like, no, no. But I could be the helper of the barrier body because, like, that's who you are. You're so caring and oh, loving I, that way. Uh, well, I meant like lifting and. <laughs> Like the sturdiness of me. Like, <laughs> Let's you know go, Sarah. I mean? Come on. Get Sarah, there. I'm going to lift you up now. I'm going to wrap you in this cloth. Right, Robin, get over there and pull her that way. I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> we Guys, got... call, call Amy Potter. She can lift. We got two more bodies. Come on. Sarah! You ate so much lamb. <laughs> oh. Sarah, you're stiff as a board. Come on. And you know, they didn't probably pretty him up because there's nothing to pretty him up with. Yeah, what are you going to pretty him up with? You know, really, I, they probably put scents. Oh, they did, huh? Oh, like Remember? the frankincense Didn't and the... They? Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, we read that somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now... Not sassy. I'm mm-hmm. just trying. I'm asking questions. They just strictly went in the land, or I, was there at this time? Was there anything like a no, like I don't a think so. box, like just I don't a wooden box? So. No. Didn't okay. they just lay on there like Jesus? Think about Jesus's tomb. Yeah, I think so. They just went like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. See now, in my head, I have you being the undertaker of the local village. Yeah, I am. Because I can lift. <laughs> I can lift those elderly people and wrap them up. Abraham, come on. Come on. Let's do this. Let's do this, friend. We got to get this. We got to get it Let's going, Let's get honey. it wrapped up. All right. We're in mourning. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they throw that dirt. Remember when they get upset? And those last yes. things, they tear Terror and throw. Their, yes. Or they throw it on themselves or out. I don't know. I do remember the tearing. And remember, we're like, 
the poor women who who not knitted who uh who clean and sewed yeah. the the shirts like i know you're in mourning but I do you know. know how long it took me to make that shirt i'd be like i'm gonna go take care of that body you guys <laughs> take care of these folks out here i'm gonna go start getting that cleaned up sarah needs to be cleaned up yeah yeah, just out of graciousness. Yes. I, I'm not being sassy. I know, I know. That probably was my line of work. That um, or cooking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, really. Yeah. You probably had some big, big uh, brain job because you're smart. No, I'm not. I'm so not. No, you are. No, I'm not. And your husband probably did too. You know what's, you know what's funny is when, when you are a more quiet person people take the they make the assumption that you're smart oh well that that person's quiet they must be thinking great things we're not we're not thinking great things well i know you're smart uh all right so we've got more notes uh abraham was in a foreign land looking for a place to bury his wife Strangers offered to help him because he was an honored prince and they respected him. So here's the respect thing again. Although Abraham had not put down roots in the area, his reputation was above reproach. Those who invest their time and money in serving God often earn a pleasant return on their investment, a good reputation and the respect of others. Yes. That's right. But it's more, you know, in reading this out loud, it, it's more about your relationship with God. I'm not quite sure so. why they put this in there in the notes. I don't, that makes it sound wrong to me almost. Yeah, like invest their time and money mm-hmm. in serving God. I don't think it has anything to do. That means you have to do something and we can't do anything. Yeah, I I'm not sure I even like that note too much. I, it's more about your, your personal relationship mm-hmm. with God. Uh, than, than this. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Go. Oh, that's all I have for that. For twenty three. That's all I have. What do you have? That he that Abraham paid the four hundred pieces of silver. I wonder if that was a lot back then. Was four hundred pieces of silver a lot? It was an outrageous price. Oh, okay. And it the cave was transferred from the Hittites. The Hittites? Or how do you say that? Hittites. Hittites? Wait, hold on. Hittites. Yeah, the Hittites. Hittites to Abraham for use as a permanent burial place. I just wondered if he was that just precious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so really, I mean, everything we read is important. But I think, you know, the main thing that we learned in in this section was uh, chapter 22. Yes. So Abraham and Isaac and the and the, you know that story because that's it. That's something. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I I do too. Just his faith. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So next time, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be boogieing along a little bit we're going to be covering a few more chapters so we're going to be reading chapters 24 through 28 yes i know we're just beginning but it's been such a wonderful journey so far 
for it, us too. We've learned yes. a lot. Yes, that's the thing. You know, I think no matter how many times you read through, you're always going to learn something new. And also, remember I was telling you about, I think the Holy Spirit also has us pick up on different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're reading through again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just, I just wanted to thank everyone and, and we really hope that whoever is watching or, or listening, you're getting what you need to get, you know, learning about God, becoming closer with him. And if you have any questions or comments, uh, you can email us or you can leave a comment below if you're watching us on YouTube. Uh, but we're just, we're very happy that, that you've joined us and we're just going to keep on going no matter how long it takes for us to, to, to finish. We're going to keep going. Yes, we are. That's just where our hearts are right now. Yep. God's leading us to do it. Absolutely. So is there anything else? No, I think that's it for today. Next is Isaac and Rebecca and all this. Yes, and they're twins. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. So we will catch you guys next time. Have a blessed week. Yes, have a blessed week. Yes, and and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.